Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it it's go time you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255 you know if i'm saying something to you i don't say to you i'm gonna say something to you and then say it i just say it or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at jeff cardoza uf and at pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat All right, welcome in to the tailgate. Pat Dooley here in studio, Jeff Cardozo out of the ball yard where it's a beautiful day, and I'm sure that he's enjoying the incredible weather right now. Nice, cool day and sunny out. You uh, Are you sunbathing, Jeff? Are you in your Speedo or not? Uh, not. Okay. But uh, it, it probably just wouldn't look professional enough to be on the broadcast. But um, I could go, you know, nice up top and the Speedo down below be uh comfy so it, it would would that be uh party on top business now <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i think a lot of uh newscasters actually do that now they'll wear shorts and then have yeah. their little suit and tie and jacket up on top just because you never really see that part so it's doable yeah it is um are you doing tv tonight i am Okay, I can't wait. You know, I'm going to be watching that. I, I got to show, I mean, I'll, again, this is why I have two TVs. Um, but, so I'll put the baseball on the big TV and then the the basketball game, which I don't really care that much about, you know, the uh, on the bottom TV. But then when we switch over to Mississippi State uh, game tonight at 9-10, yeah, I'm going to go back, you know, I'll put the sound on that one. So yeah, where, where's Mississippi State at? They're in Akron. Oh, weird. I passed a Mississippi State bus today heading south on 75, so I was wondering where the heck it was going. They may be playing like a – could they be playing like a USF baseball series? No. I, I, I don't know. They could. It could be like their I was going to look it up, but I have They computer. don't have lacrosse. No. I can't think of what it was. I couldn't, couldn't tell you. Softball, maybe? But why would they be going south Florida, past Gainesville? No, I don't know. It could tick me off, duels. It could be that somebody hijacked the uh, the the team (laughs) bus. Maybe, and they were heading south. Um, Well, I'm going to talk. I want to talk a lot of baseball with you. But the breaking news of the day: we got a lot of breaking news involving the University of Florida football team, which is kind of surprising. 
uh, the, the latest, Billy Gonzalez, coming back to town to be the wide receivers coach, which uh, I, I've always gotten along with the guy great. Um, he uh, did a great job with the receivers uh, went under Dan Mullen, as we know, did a great job with them under Urban Meyer. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it seems like a no-brainer um, of a, a hire. Yeah, no, it's it's a cool hire, and obviously success there. And, and Billy was great. I mean, kid kid was great at, at football too. So it was crappy to see him leave the area and, and you know miss out on that. But he um, he did it the right way. I, I think everybody that uh, he was around really liked him, and I think all the players, at least when I got to interact with him, talked very highly of Billy Gonzalez, and I and I know he does a good job. So yeah, it was cool to hear that today. Yeah, and again, it's not um, Napier's sticking with guys he knows that he has been around. Uh, uh, Gonzalez uh, worked as an analyst at Alabama when Billy was there. So, you know, he's not just going out and hiring guys. He's hiring guys he knows and he feels he can trust. And, look, if, if my – I'm not saying his job's on the line, but everybody's job's on the line in college football, right? Uh, okay, Saban's isn't. Smart's isn't. Dabo. Try, Dabo. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, but he could leave, but he wouldn't. No, Dabo. That may be the list. Ryan Day. I don't know. There's a lot of people up there that aren't real happy, you know. Got to lost two years in a row. Exactly, to Michigan. So, yeah. But I'm just saying, um, Napier, I mean, you know, his, he's not in any danger of getting fired after the season or anything like that, but uh, you know, he's got to put together uh, – something that shows improvement so he's bringing in a guy that knows what he's doing and has done a great job in the past yeah i, I mean it's a, to me it's it's a perfect hire i mean well not perfect but it's uh, it fits it works and obviously there's that relationship and billy knows what he's doing so I, I think it'll be a lot of fun yeah and then the other big news of the day uh football wise florida will be playing utah on a thursday night which no big surprise to anybody once we saw that floated it's up to uh, Utah, what they do, and they it made sense. And again, I'm sure they worked out a pretty good deal with the network uh, to make sure they got the uh, everything they wanted out of it. So, um, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of those games, but I always want to watch a good Thursday game. I guess this will be one I get to watch. You do always talk about that, yeah. But what? Why aren't you a big fan? What? What may? What's the negative of it? Um. I, maybe to open the season, there's not a negative. I don't like it when you, it, you know, again, Florida's played one Thursday night game ever, mm-hmm. and that was the Mississippi State game. They got trounced 30-6, to six, and that was the last time they played because it just w- wasn't a good fit for them. But my feeling is on a Saturday in college football, you want to be playing. You want to be part of that. Um, so I'm not that big a fan of it, but – to start the season, doesn't matter if you play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever, you know, because everything starts so weirdly. And so this will be uh, the first significant. I don't know what the uh, what they like to call week zero schedule is. I'm sure it's not fantastic. This may be the first big game of the college football season. Yeah, I think it would it would have to be. And to me, I think that's where it's center stage. It's everybody's all eyes on you and if Florida can True. play well again and go out there and win then certainly that gets you started off on the, on the right foot maybe get some positive momentum now it can go the other way certainly and Utah just destroy Florida and Mertz is awful and you know all these things are then negative to the way it goes but I mean to me it's fun and I think if you're a fan it's cool because you can make 
it a fun little trip weekend. Let's just say you fly out there on Wednesday, get there Wednesday, and then leave on Sunday. Um, well, know, not if, everybody has a job where you can leave on Wednesday. <laughs> well, I, I understand that, but if you're taking vacation and now you have long enough to be able to plan it for the people that want to go out there and be a part of that, then I think it's a great opportunity to do something like that. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, at you least never I, go out there. Yeah, it's I know. A unique well. opportunity. So I think from a fan standpoint, they should be excited about that. And I think there are going to be watch it. There are going to be some fans who go. You know, I booked my ticket to go out there Friday because I assumed we would play on Saturday because that's what you always do. But no. Oh yeah, I've already heard from people like that. So there, there were people that had already booked their ticket because you want to get the best price possible. So now you got a two hundred ninety dollar ticket to go to Utah and back and not do anything. You can't go just, to the game. You change it. Well, it, it costs you more money. That's my oh, point. Why? It costs money to change a ticket. Now, what what world did you grow up in? I mean, I know you don't pay for your tickets, but no, it doesn't. You can get around that now. That was like mm. before. You're you're living in a no. dream world. All you got to do is call the airline and say you got COVID right now, and they'll get you out of it. So you're basically and saying you, you need to lie. Yeah, who cares? Okay. I just want to make sure I got that straight. You need to lie to a government agency, <laughs> Delta Airlines. Yep. All right. Well, we got all that going on. And, of course, the NCAA tournament starts tonight. Uh, probably not a good Tuesday to have our entire entertainment system area gutted. Uh, but we, we had that done today. So you won't recognize it when you come over to our house next time, Jeff. Uh, that whole area there that was a little cubby, you know, where the big TV was, yeah, is gone now. Oh, no. New TV is going to go in eventually, but uh, luckily, it didn't affect my office where the two TVs are. So well, that's that's the important part. And I'm looking forward to watching those games. And of course, I'll watch Gator baseball tonight against. The University of Ospreyville. Yeah. TP's back in town. Tim Parrington. Yeah, that's right. Florida assistant leading the uh, the charge. Tommy Boss was the pitching coach, but he's no longer there. He took a job with a uh, a private school, but their pitching coach now is actually a guy that ran the uh, the 18 and under team for uh, for Gator Ball. So know him very well, and he was coaching down at the Villages. TP brought him up here, so anxious to see uh, – Good old Bogart and, and have some fun with these guys. It's uh, it, it's always good to and, – and obviously Florida should beat up on, on North well, Florida. It shouldn't have been 3-2 to two with Sienna going to the ninth either. But, you know, these things happen in baseball. That's the way baseball is. Yeah, and they, but they, and they obviously run-ruled them the next two days. So, I know. Um, that's the way it happens. We'll see. We'll but, see if yeah. – uh, Tyler Nesbitt can be as good as he was last week. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I know, I know Tyler's starting, and uh, it's a good opportunity again for him to say, hey, I'm the guy you can kind of go to in middle relief. Yeah. As or, we, I mean, heck, I'd rather be the midweek guy. You play crappy teams and go out there and shove for five innings and be good. See, you're going up against – you're going against everything you believe in, which is I want to have the ball with a <laughs> game on the line, big game on well, the line. Now you're, you're saying I want to pitch against crappy teams and win all the games. Okay, would you rather go five or six innings on every Tuesday night or get to throw two outs against Alabama um, and sit for three days? Uh, I'd still rather pitch against a better team. Well, I want to – you know, yeah, I don't I, shy I away under, from competition okay, the I way you do. I don't shy away either, but I <laughs> – 
And I, I was never the op. I was always the weekend guy and not the midweek guy. But I think for a guy that's seven, eight, nine, ten down the totem pole, this is a best case scenario. You'd rather be that guy than the guy that comes in and throws an out, maybe, and that's all you got to get. Like, I'd rather be out there more and getting start and getting the opportunity to go out and, you know, then hopefully be really good and make be a factor in the postseason. Yeah, but I mean, the bottom line is, if uh, if he can be that good and he can get to a point where he does become a bigger part of the, uh, yeah, you know, and remember, up. it's it's Florida State next Tuesday, so it's not yeah. like it's a, a cupcake either. So you got a chance to showcase some stuff doing that too. I heard there's some FSU spies in the crowd tonight watching Maybe. him. So keep an eye out for those Googans. Okay. Um, so we got all that going on, and of course, the basketball starts tonight. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm fired up about it. But uh, I don't know. I, we we got to get your picks before we get. I mean, you're only on for the first hour, so we got to find out who you think is going to be in the final four. We'll do that, and take uh, your calls. If you, who do you think is going to be in the final four? I mean, it, you guys have all filled out brackets. Don't pretend that you haven't. Uh, who do you have in your final four? So we'll get all that going and more. You are listening to The Tailgate here on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jameel, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box. A pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. I don't know, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholars 
scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. We are your home for the NCAA basketball tournament and the Final Four. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we're back here. If you want to get a call in, 392-8255 is the number to call here on the tailgate. I, uh, I'm i actually finally filling out my bracket. I wanted to give it a a day where I could let it, you know, kind of ferment a little bit. And it does. It's It looks like somebody that, was totally hammered, put it together. But I'm going with a lot of upsets. But, you, you know, the, the key to doing a bracket, Jeff, as you know, is you've got to pick the right upsets. And you know they're going to be upsets. You just don't know where they're coming from. And yeah. that's the problem. I mean, every, there are going to be popular upset picks. Like Utah State is going to be a popular upset pick. And but that's the one that won't happen. You know what I mean? It'll, always, it'll be some out of nowhere. Yeah, the one that gets hyped up the most certainly won't happen. That team will lose by twenty, and then it'll be over. So, so you you filled it out. You're done. Yeah, I'm through. Finished. Who, who's winning it? I got Alabama winning it. Really? Yeah, I I think that they have an answer. They have a team that is, in some ways is similar to those '06 and '07 Gator teams, where they got they got five guys that can score in different ways. They rebound the heck out of it. And I think that, that, you know, they shoot pretty good free throws. I tell you, the team I'm having a hard time, I've had a hard time, and I, I feel like I finally got it figured out, is Texas A&M. Like, they got dissed on their seed. There's no doubt. That's a terrible seed. I, I, but I don't know what to do with them because, look, they're going to play great defense. They're going to disrupt your offense. They've got a lot of guys that can score points in different ways, and they make all their free throws. They never miss free throws. It sounds like a perfect NCAA team, and then you get Texas in the second round, and you're out. You know, so I don't know what to do with those guys. Yeah, no, that, that makes it really hard. It's uh, it's always fascinating, and I mean, you know how big of a college basketball fan I am, so I'll yeah, be you're huge. front edge of the seat every single time watching it. Are I've, you even going to watch any games, or are you yeah, just? Gonna? I've and and this is maybe part of my problem and how things work with my mind, but to me. Brett Favre is the greatest quarterback in the history of the world because I got to see him in person one time. I was on the sideline, and he threw for like 450 and four touchdowns and just beat the crap out of the, the Jags that night. So like, I have this mindset of, okay, when, when I saw Sean Alexander against the Gators and just run all over the field, I had to pick him as my fantasy running back for like five straight years because like, I, to me he's like the greatest thing ever. So to me, I was doing the PA for the UConn game when they were here and to me UConn's like the greatest team in the world so I've got UConn in the final four I don't know where you have them going but that's just kind of how my mind thinks if I see something in person I'm much more prone to be able to then pick them or just have a justification as to why I'm doing that 
Well, that night, I would have picked them in the Final Four, too. Now, they went into a little bit of a slump. but eh, Yeah, but those two big guys, like how many people can contend with something like that? We're about to find out because that's the bottom line. Um, you know, they're they're very good, but they, they teams apparently figured it out because they lost a bunch of games there during one stretch, and then they finished strong. But I can tell you, Jay Billis has them winning the whole thing. Really? So, um, you and great minds think alike. I, I, I got guess. more hair than him. Yeah, you do. He's got more money than you, though. A lot more. <laughs> they get they pay pretty well on that uh, that network. Uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 going to be a fascinating tournament because you know even I'm here I am picking the number one overall seed to win it all. Mm-hmm. They may not get past the second round. Although I will say this: the number it's they just, got a great draw. Yes, they did. But but it's just interesting to me because remember last week we were talking about them and you said that they were a team that's in trouble because of all the off-the-field stuff or off-the-court stuff and they can't really ever figure it out. And then I was yelling at you saying, well, my man scored like 40 the day after all the stuff came out, so they're going to be okay. So I don't, it's it's weird that you've now flip-flopped back. Well, I've watched them play a lot of games since then. I watched okay. them in the in the SEC tournament, and I, it's clear that they've been able to shove this aside. Brandon Miller has talked to the media, which is something he's going to have to do yeah. there, uh, wherever they are. Um, that's interesting um, that you know that they kind of got him. And, then, and again, you've got to get uh, uh, locker rooms are open the SEC tournament too, and so. You have to talk to the media. It's something you have to deal with, and he seemed to deal with it okay. I just think they have so many guys that can hurt you. You know, whether it's even Mark Sears is a good player. You know, Clowney's unbelievable. Um, Jadavion? You know, he would be good in basketball, though. Uh, Quinterly might go for 20 on you. And that, to me, and I, I take kind of the Mark Wise advice on this, you got to be able to score. If you can't score, you can't win. You know, you gotta got to be able to score points. And everybody wants to go, well, this team's so good on defense. No, it's it's who can score the most points because that is the aim of the of the game. Well, one of the, the fascinating teams to me in all of this is what what's going to happen with Duke. Because I don't know if they've necessarily been talked about a, a ton this year. And, you know, now, like I think everybody that picks a bracket always looks at Duke and says, oh, yeah, Duke's going to win. But, like, do some of the people that even look at brackets, like, even know that Krzyzewski's not there anymore and it's somebody new and, you know, they're actually playing pretty good? Or do they think, oh, because Coach K's not there, they're not going to pick him and they're actually not that good? So, to me, they're a, they're a very intriguing team through all this. You know, the danger is to take too much from the conference tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, because conference tournaments are different. You know, uh, they're certainly different from the uh, – NCAA tournament um you're playing teams you already know you've already played against now you're having to scout you know in a short period of time and get ready for another team which is not impossible I, obviously everybody does it all year but like if you're playing if you're Duke and you're playing Clemson or at Duke, or um Miami they beat in the second or second or third round um they played Miami they knew what Miami what their strengths were and they knew it physically, and they knew it close up. You know, it's like you always say, Jeff. It's one thing to go out and hit ninety mile an hour fastballs in batting practice. It's another thing when a guy 
is out there with a, with a different motion and the ball moves a little bit that he wouldn't. It's it's a totally it's still ninety miles an hour, but it's a totally different pitch. So uh, that's the thing. It's it is so I like Duke won the tournament. They looked really good in doing it. There's a temptation to have them go far, but don't forget this was a team that fell out of the rankings. They were playing so bad at one point. That's what I mean. So it's uh, it's always fun and, and crazy, and you know Marquette will be interesting to watch. Yep. A team like that, and you know obviously the relationship. Shaka there. Khan. Yeah. So. <laughs> It'll be fun, for sure. Yeah, I mean, if Shaka Smart can do it, and you got Dusty May doing his thing, which will uh, which will be unique. You have Billy Gonzalez potentially coming back. We're supposed to say potentially because it's not announced yet. So no, I'm sure you do that. It's happening. I, I don't. I don't have to say it. Oh. You have to say it. Oh. I I don't have to say it. Um, but yeah, no, it's it is um, it is amazing that Florida assistants seem to re- be doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, not amazing. I mean, there were good coaches when they were here. And Shaka Smart, I wonder why Shaka Smart was a guy that Florida never really considered. Didn't look at. Yeah. Well, he, but he didn't do it on the big stage. So how does he all of a sudden now do it? They were pretty good at Texas. They just didn't couldn't kind of get over a hump there. Okay, but you're with Texas then and have those resources. So how does he not get to be a two seed at Texas, but then he can all of a sudden do it at Marquette? I don't know. Maybe he learned something. Maybe he learned how to be a better player. The other team, another team that I think a lot of us are going to have a lot of interest in is Kansas State. And, again, we've got no dog in the hunt this year. Yeah. Unless you want to count the NIT. Uh, but um, so we're kind of looking at this and saying, eh, i got to root for these guys and these guys. And you root for your bracket. It's kind of like rooting for your paycheck. You root for your bracket. Mm-hmm. So you got to root for the teams that um, that you pick, even though there there are times when you're watching a game and like you're the team you had going to the Final Four is down three with four to play, and you're like, this is going to destroy my bracket. But how great is this that this team <laughs> could pull this upset? And I don't know what to think. I don't know what to feel. No. Maybe I just shouldn't watch the game. You root for your bracket, especially if you got money on the line. Well, yeah, if you do. If you do. All right, we'll get one call in. Uh, Tennessee Mike is on the line. Jeff, just for you. Hey, Jeff, another week, another cattle call. You hanging in there? Yep, doing great. Hey, guys, listen to the show a little slow on the phones. But, Pat, you kind of stumbled into talking about Alabama, and I had a question about them. And um, if you're correct, and they go ahead to win it all. Okay. Pat, um, I remember this time last year, Kansas won it all. Everybody was snickering at Bill Self. Oh, yeah, he's getting ready to go on probation or getting ready to get fired, and voila, nothing happened to Bill Self. And, heck, for all we know, he might repeat. I think there was a year with Syracuse maybe. um, Could be wrong about this, but a few years back, something in the NCAA title, um, a, a team won it all and immediately went on probation. Um, here's my question, Pat. Obviously – Brandon Miller, player of the year, maybe they will win the whole thing. Most fans would love to have him on their team. Um, you know, this Alabama's never been to a Final Four and all that. Um, is this If Alabama wins it all, um, I'm, I could, I'll say if or how marred is this championship? Oh, I don't know. I mean, again, you're not talking about NCAA being involved here. This is totally uh, law enforcement. So, um, I, you know. 
Would it be marred a little bit? Yeah, but I, I, do you think Alabama fans give a rat's No, behind? no, but I, mean, I, think, yeah. I think I think it's pretty. Um, you know, you got you got the the legal court, and then of course you have the court of public opinion. I think most people know he was very close, in, closely involved in a pretty ugly situation, to say the least. But um, and I think we also know there are probably a lot of places in America where he wouldn't be on the court right now. And um, uh, I guess my question still hasn't been answered here. How smart is it if Alabama wins at all? Are we going to remember this as an Alabama national championship? Are we going to remember this as a, the dude with the gun that uh, won it for Alabama? I, I don't think a lot of people remember ever anything like that. But you, know, you know, over twenty years, uh, Jeff, that probably you're right. That probably gets washed under the rug. But yeah, so I mean, um, you know, maybe, with, maybe now you'll with, have a few people talking about it. But it, the most of the conversation is going to be now. Does Alabama football go win? It's the first time since yeah. Florida did it, and you, know, you got an opportunity to win basketball and that at the same time. I think, to me, you know, and, and I, Mike, I know, I know you like the the negativity and, and looking at things like all that and how it goes, but I just think more people would celebrate it. That's just well, kind of what well, happens um, now in this world. They'll wipe it under well, the, the rug, and it's no big deal. Well, Jeff, I want to revise my answer to your question. I don't think you can wipe it under the rug anymore because there's this thing called Wikipedia. Yeah, but okay, but what if you, what what is that going to do though? You look it up on Wikipedia. What, what's that going to do? Okay, okay, okay. What's um, Ray Carruth going to remind you of? When, when I say the name Ray Carruth, yeah, what do you think I, of? I mean, great great NFL football player. Media, he was okay. wasn't great. Didn't win any national or, or, championships. Or a guy that went to jail for killing his wife and his baby and all that jazz. I mean, I'm just my question here is. Yeah, but I, I, okay. I, you're talking but apples and oranges. Yeah, yeah, but and Mike, when when you say that, I remember Ray Carruth did something, but I I didn't remember that's what it okay. was. So well, you know, we can nibble around this because I'll just ask y'all this: Would uh, Brandon Miller be on the court at Florida? If there was no um, criminal charges, yeah, charges, then yes, he would. You think? I guess um, that's one of those deals where I think at some schools he would, and at other schools he wouldn't. I think I would it would think be a tough. Ninety-nine percent of the country, I, you'd be. So I think it'd be a tough I, I, call I, for some people. I don't. I still I, think I, in the end, I, without any charges filed, everybody would probably let him play. Yep. They might have hey, sat two, him out for a game or two. Hey, two things for you guys, Pat. One thing on a media thing, and I have a question about Sankey. It's my understanding at the SEC tournament, some one of these. I think somebody involved with the athletic. The athletic publication was quizzing every one of these coaches about the gun policy on campus, and I think they all answered pretty much was if, if you have a gun, you're not supposed to be on campus. I guess Alabama ducked that, or I don't know how Alabama answered that. But what about that basic question about um, carrying guns on campus? Well, they asked uh, the Mississippi State coach Chris Jans about it. He said he had no idea what their policy was. So, yeah, um, that that probably wasn't the best answer, but um, you know. You should know what it is, but no, yeah. I mean, that was obviously somebody with an agenda there, and I don't blame them. It's a good idea to, to ask everybody their policy. Yeah. I simply uh, think that, you know, when you see Brandon Miller probably forever now, we're going to be thinking about that first thing. I don't know if that ever really fades away. Forget the forget the tournament. Just talk about the. And, by the way, he's looking at a huge wrongful death lawsuit the minute he walks off the stage um, when he gets drafted. There's that, too. Like, OJ. Yeah, of course there's uh, OJ, that. OJ, OJ. O.J. never went to jail. Never went to jail for legally convicted of killing his wife, but he got nailed with a huge wrongful death lawsuit, and the whole world thinks he did it. I think it's one of those type deals. Well, 
He didn't do it, though. We Chris know Rock, that he didn't do Chris it. Chris Rock thinks he did it. Do you watch his special? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, guys, I know I know y'all, it's not so much about being negative. I just simply think it's a marred deal. And, no, I, I, uh, you know, I, I but, get it. I understand it. And, and obviously there's a lot of that stuff going on. But I also don't think that there's enough, and it's unfortunate, there's enough people that don't care. It's, they care about it the, the other way because it benefits them or their program. Well, I mean, actually fans can't do anything, anything about it. But uh, I, one, I have one question I forgot, and I'll clear out, guys. Where was Sankey on this? I think an athletic, the, the conference commissioner does have power in something like this, and I'm kind of interested how Sankey's been under his coffee table during this whole thing. And uh, y'all hang in there. Yeah, no, I don't think he's been under the coffee table because like, I know he was he did a bunch of interviews up in Nashville and um but it, it it's an I, I think that the SEC has taken the approach of look, this is a uh administrative deal with the, with that school and what they, they decide to do if there are no charges filed. I mean again, I look, I am I gonna root against Alabama during this tournament? Absolutely, and does that have a little bit to do with it? De- definitely does, but mostly I'm rooting against them because I think they're the only team that could go football, basketball, and do what Florida did. The only school ever to do it. So I'm. That's yeah. why I'm rooting against Alabama in basketball. <laughs> I know, I get it, and I'm right there with you. All right, we got to take a break. We'll do that. We'll come back more. Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on the tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 0430. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd, right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. 
Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. The clear skies we've enjoyed this afternoon will allow for temperatures tonight to fall quickly into the upper 30s and low 40s in most areas. There may even be some areas of patchy frost, especially north of Gainesville. Temperatures tomorrow into the mid and upper 60s. Another cold night is ahead, though, for tomorrow with more patchy frost again, especially north of Gainesville. From UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Bernard. Now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> 49ers, uh, they earned seven extra draft picks. And when Paulie sent me the story, and I thought, how do you get seven extra draft picks? And they're compensatory draft picks because they lost coaches, minority coaches who got hired elsewhere. This is the new Rooney rule. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here. We got uh, a couple more segments with Jeff Cardozo. He is out of the ballpark where the Gators play North Florida tonight. And, of course, tomorrow it's Gator basketball. Could be the last game of the year against the mighty UCF Knights. We gave you a little preview of UCF yesterday. Uh, and then women's basketball against Wofford at 6 o'clock on Thursday night. So a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, and then, But, the you know, to me the biggest is going on this weekend with uh, Alabama coming to town. Baseball? Yeah. Wow. That, to me, is the biggest thing that's going on here this weekend. Because now I'm going to find out a lot about this team. A lot. Yeah, Gators will sweep them. Oh, Jeff, you, your your level of optimism just debilitates me. It really does. It makes me sad. Why? Because then you get disappointed. But that, here's the thing that bothers me is you get my hopes up about things, and it never bothers you when they lose, when they screw it up and blow it and do it. You just kind of go, okay, well, let's move you on. You don't think that me having to interview Sully after a loss, you know, I'm not rooting for a win? No, but though, that's you, like that, the most miserable thing ever. Two minutes out of your day. That's all, that's all it is. Kevin, what went wrong? <laughs> no, I don't ask generic questions. Yeah. Kevin, how do you feel? No. Have you ever asked him a how do you feel question? I will never ask him that question <laughs> in my life. Let's and see. I will never ask him to uh, assess his team. Okay. Let's see what Matt has for us. What's going on, Matt? Hey, guys. I thought I'd be like Cattleman and ask about 30 questions, if you don't mind. That's fine. Bring yeah. it <laughs> First question, um, have you guys mentioned anything about Billy Gonzalez coming back on staff? Yeah, we talked about it in the uh, opening segment. Uh, it's not official yet, but it appears that he is going to be coming back, and uh, we both think it's a good idea. I mean, that's – I thought of it. I, his name popped in my head when we first were looking for somebody and nobody mentioned his name. I'm like, why are they not mentioning him? I'm super excited. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think it's a great hire just because he's a killer on the recruiting trail. 
And, uh, yeah, I think I really like the hire a lot. And hopefully, you know, we can uh, just keep the level of recruiting up. You know, I don't know how he is with the whole NIL and all. You know, things change, obviously, with the uh, recruiting now. It's not – I don't know. I I just think he's a great coach, good recruiter. Yeah, and and he's had 12 different guys drafted in the the first three rounds, and three of those have been first-rounders. So he's coached some big-time dudes. I mean, remember even at LSU there was Beckham and Landry were under his watch. So – you know, not only you saw Van Jefferson while he was here and Tony. And well, and that was his, and, I, to me, that was one of the best rec- uh, wide receiver rooms Florida ever had. Was I, that, I, I totally agree. Yeah. But look at Corey Raymond. You could say he's the exact same on the DB end, but that hasn't made a damn bit of difference. <laughs> yeah, so far. I mean, let's uh, be honest. This year, I think it'll, it, it you know, you'll, you'll see it. You'll see it this it year. It needs to get better. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I would think, I would think so. And then also, okay, Pat, so with the bracket, I look at the bracket as just so many different ways to negative root against teams. I mean, so especially now that we don't have a dog in the hunt, I just look for teams to lose. How about you? Oh, totally. <laughs> that's my that's my goal in life is to root against teams. So, and you think, and you're going to pick Alabama you, and all? I, I'm picking them. I don't. Now, here's the thing: if they get beat in the second round, my bracket's destroyed. But I'm happy <laughs> because yeah. they lost. So I've got Miami and Alabama in the final. That is totally negative rooting pick for the final final game yeah i'm i'm thoroughly disappointed in that well that could easily and, happen though i mean miami's really good i've watched them all year they they don't play good the whole game but they always play good at the end they find a way to win almost every game they played so i just uh, i can't believe you what what are you saying i should pick you want me to pick the gators it's embarrassing <laughs> you florida Miami to win that many games i've got florida winning it all this year and then I know we're so early in the season, but Jeff, I wanted to ask you if you were to rate this year's roster in baseball, how good are they compared to say teams of the last twenty years? I mean, do could they win it all? Obviously, you'd say it's possible. We sure. don't know because it's early, but just from all the way around, where would you rank them? Yeah, they're, they are. This roster is better than the team that won the national title in in 2017. When you look at it from a depth standpoint, and I just everybody that can deliver and do things. I mean, you still have the, the the pitching issue, the middle relief. But I think when it's all said and done, you now see Hartzog stepping up and a few other guys starting to figure it out. I think they'll get to that point. Um, other than, and, I, and I'm not being funny here. I think Pat would even probably tell you the same thing. I mean, one of those years at Zanino and Brian Johnson and that group, so like, you know, maybe 11, 12, somewhere in there was a pretty legit roster. Um, So that might be the one. Um, But 98 was still the best team I think Florida's ever had. And, I I mean, I was on that team, but there was also six big leaguers on that team that uh, went on to play really significant time. So I, I think that's probably still the best roster. But these guys have an opportunity. I mean, you gosh, you look at the... I think it's the 2012 team. I have to go back and look, but they they now have almost uh, I think 12 or 13 guys on that team have made it up to the big leagues at some point. So yeah, that uh, 98 team was great despite Jeff Cardozo. So exactly. It, yeah, I'll be but on the roster. they just so we're, they, uh, this year has a lot of depth. What do we rank fifth? Yeah, fifth in in one of the polls, second in another. But they use the D1 baseball poll, so that's where they always say fifth. That's what so I, that's that's what I go with too. Are, is D1? Yeah. Are there what? any teams the D1 poll? Clearly, anybody ahead of us that's clearly better, or is it just 
Yeah, no, LSU is legit. They they used NIL already because of what they are as a baseball program, so they chose to bring in a whole bunch of people, give them a bunch of money. Um, they brought in a stud on Friday nights. It's probably not going to lose all year. Florida luckily doesn't play LSU during the regular season, so you wouldn't face them till SEC tournament mm-hmm. or, or maybe in the in Omaha. But they've got a, a guy that came in from NC State that led the country in homers last year, and he's hitting a whole bunch of bombs. They've got a freshman that's legit. But they, they brought in five or six guys from the transfer portal or NIL deals to make them good. So their roster is certainly better than Florida's. But you never know in a series and, and what's going to happen. It might have, hey, might have been better in Florida's in 17, too. Yeah, pr- probably was. They could be the Tennessee from last year. Uh, anyway. and, and Tennessee off, is actually off, ranked just, just ahead of Florida as well. They they've Their pitching staff is really, really good, so it's going to be tough to score runs off of those guys. All right. Well, that was only six questions. I'm out. See you. Nice. By the way, uh, what's what's the latest on Wyatt Langford? I mean, obviously he's going to be out for a little while. Yeah, hopefully just a couple weeks. Yeah. Get through this one and have him ready for uh, Oxford in a couple weeks. I did get a couple of questions about that last night when I was at Ballyhoo having dinner with my lovely wife. So Nice. Uh, and I said, well, I'll tell you where he got hit. <laughs> How did you – what did you say? Uh, he got hit in the lower region. Did you watch the um – and and I the only reason I thought this was extremely funny because I've just been introduced to this like a year ago. I never, I've never put moisturizer on in like my entire life. And did you see where uh, Hugh Grant was up there on stage? And I forget who he was with, but um, he was talking about moisturizer. He was yeah. I can't. He was with some young lady, and she kind of no. Got it was an older older lady that looked great. So he says, you know, here's. Oh. Here's a you know life lesson for you. Here's what you look like if you put moisturizer on for 20 years, and this is what you look like when you've never used moisturizer in your entire life. And he said it was a male body part, and it was just it was so funny. Uh, so you're you are into moisturizer now? Yeah, you got to put it on like it, especially in the sun. Well, your skin's nasty, so yeah, I, I understand that. So I have to. Luckily, I inherited my mom's skin, so. Um, all right, we got to get another break in, and then we'll come back. Uh, Ryan, stay on the line. We'll get to you, and then uh, Jeff will be out of here after the next segment, and we'll do another hour, although 50 minutes, because we have to get out of here early so Jeff can come back on, although Jeff won't be back on, right? Yeah, TV today. Golly. It's hard to, it's hard to keep your you uh, you know know where, exactly what you're doing. I, I do the best I can. I, I try as hard as I can. We will be back, though, here on the tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. The holidays are here, and as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. 
Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse. Because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. No girl wants to have a plain ring or something that she sees on all of her other friends' hand. Meet Kelly Todd at International Diamond Center. The ability to find a ring that is a reflection of her style, it makes a big difference. And at IDC, that's easy with diamonds in every shape and every size in stock and literally thousands of designer rings. The possibilities are endless. Whether it's an oval solitaire with stackable bands, a rose gold mounting with a square diamond in it and a white gold stackable band with it. Being able to identify with their look where they have their own style I think is very important. So don't make her compromise. Whatever your budget, IDC has the ability to to help you create that one-of-a-kind ring. We cater to clients with a $1,500 budget. We cater to clients with a $2.3 million budget. And with non-commissioned experts who listen and guide you every step of the way, it's easy to create the ring of her dreams at IDC. It's not a selling environment at all. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Unnecessary penalties are so frustrating. It can ruin the entire outcome for our Gators. And according to Mike Lester of Talon Wealth, by the way, Talon Wealth is the official wealth management team of the Florida Gators. And he says if you're not careful, an annuity or unnecessary fees that don't provide value could not only take a chomp out of your portfolio, but in some situations, it could possibly change your lifestyle in retirement. So don't let expensive products or unnecessary fees take a chomp out of your lifestyle. Call Talon Well for a no-charge comprehensive financial plan valued at $1,500 to make sure you're on track to retire comfortably. 352-751-3200. That's 352-751-3200. Or schedule at Guarding Your nestegg.com Allen Private Wealth LLC investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Or a license D056341. Compensation was paid to Learfield for partnership with the Gators as of January 2023. Hoop, there it is with Steve Russell and ESPN's Mark Wise. Monday mornings at 11 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM W-R-U-F. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, W-R-U-F, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, we are back. Just uh, one more segment with Jeff before he turns his attention to the diamond, although he's still got one in his ear, I think. My right ear. Have you thought I ever thought about doing that? Zero chance like that go, would ever happen. Go Harrison Ford on us and say, I'm young. Look at me. I've got a diamond. Get nope. off my plane. And speaking of the Osters, that's what, uh, gosh, why can't, Alfred. Uh, 
his name? I, I, Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah. Um, he came out with earrings in both ears. Not for me, but... Staring at um, uh, Harley Quinn. Oh, uh, Margot Robbie? Margot Robbie. Yeah. You know, she actually really has an accent. She's not. She doesn't talk normal American. Well, she's from Australia. <laughs> or New Zealand. It is just, it, it, it's weird to like hear when they really talk because... Like we we fake accents. Like I try to be Australian, but then when like Australians try to be American, you think they're just American. So it's kind of weird when you hear like a their normal accent as opposed to what you see and hear in movies. Yeah, every once in a while I'll hear somebody in a movie and they'll, and and they'll break a little bit, and I go, "Ooh, I caught you there. Yeah, you, caught you, him. you went back to your accent." Let's get a call from Ryan. What's going on, Ryan? Hey, when you were talking about the. Two earrings, not for you. And I immediately thought of that Seinfeld episode where he goes, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> the whole episode, <laughs> that was a good one. But, uh, see, I don't think I've talked to you guys since, like, around the Super Bowl, so I, I may have more topics than the, than the Cattlemen. But uh, I know i got to be quick. But, Pat, I just had to say quickly um, on your uh, podcast, I think maybe the funniest thing I've heard in a long, long time was Robbie talking about, Walking in, looking at himself in the mirror and walking into the mirror thing or whatever. Yeah, like, that, that was. I I I still tell that story to people and they laugh their butts oh, off. Gosh. But I had one of those yesterday or uh, Sunday. I'm walking. I I was out for a walk, and all of a sudden I I kind of noticed there's a guy walking up behind me. Look at the shadow. This guy's. Why is he right on my butt? And then I realized, really oh, that's me. <laughs> that's my shadow. <laughs> It comes, it comes this is what happens when you get old, man. That's right. That's right. Um, but and then I had to say quickly on that too. I um, it was funny last week. I was fortunate to be at the FCA banquet uh, that Davis Winnie came down and spoke at at the Legacy Center out in Lachaway. And uh, just gotta say, FYI, Shannon Snell, whatever his recipe is for his prime rib. But when I saw it was Sunny's, I was like a little disappointed. Like, oh, really? At Sunny's? Well, that was some prime rib. Like, you ain't never had it at Sunny's. So I got to say, uh, shout out to Shannon for that. But um, so Dabo's up there, and he's he's saying how when he lands and he's fly, he's on his way in uh, the car to the Legacy Center, he calls up the coach. He's like, hey, and he said, can't even get it out. Good, to, you know, hey, coach. And he's like, Dabo, Dabo, that you? Guess where I'm at, Dabo? Like, I'm at the Grand Canyon. So, yeah. So here you it was funny, and he said, he said, well, I'm in Gainesville coaching. Spurs like, yeah, I know. He's like, is that why you left? It was pretty funny. But <laughs> to hear him come on your show yesterday and talk about the, the little city of Jerome and just like that whole area out there in Sedona, but that place is so cool. It's so high up on a mountain. That's it's a, unbelievable. It's literally about – it's like 1.8 miles to Jerome, but it takes you about 45 minutes to get there. It's so windy and straight up, but got this old jail called Sliding Rock Jail, and it's like where over the years it moved and all, but – so for I know Utah is a different state, but for folks wanting to make a vacation out of that that Gator game, uh, the the kickoff that we just found out today is going to be on Thursday. I'm telling you, man, head west, go out there. You, yeah, the game might not be very pleasant for us, but man, I'm telling you, there's some spectacular views and places to see out there and make a little vacation out of that thing. Absolutely, uh, Steve and I did have one common thing: we loved our trips and we never want to go back. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's you only want to go once. Awesome. Yeah. But um, so uh, quickly on baseball, um, Pat, you talked about uh, renaming the the um, stadium Con Air, and uh, I gotta say, and Jeff, you know how much you love giving uh, nicknames in baseball. 
But if Caglione, if he could do one thing, if he could just because you know the man's going to be he's going to be hitting dingers for years to come and going to be very marketable and probably you know be very popular in the pros, I would think. If he stays on this projection he's on now, but if he could just change that C to a T. If his last name was Taglioni and his nickname was Tags, because, I mean, that's all the man does is tag a baseball. But I thought, wow, how cool would it be if his, if his last name started with a T? But um, get the nickname Tags, because, man, how, how fun is that to watch this kid? Yeah, and, and the hardest ball that he hit uh, the the other day, he had two home runs. He almost put a line drive through the wall in, in right field. I mean, that's how hard he hit the ball. And I wish they would have got the exit below on it. They didn't actually get it. But there's no question, I think, to me, it was one of the – hardest balls he's hit all year it's just everything he produces is just it it comes off the bat he squares it up and it's he's just so strong it's just effortless well that's it's what he did fun. that sunday against miami the first time up he hit the ball so hard and as soon as he hit it, i went it's doing nothing oh, and, yeah. but it ended up smacking off the wall that wall was going hey enough of that yeah yeah there was one that and jeff i gotta say this is one case where I'm not real crazy about technology taking us to the level of these SEC streaming because, you know, it's a it's a rite of passage to just be out in the yard or be, be in the Jeep or doing something on the water and be listening to Gator Baseball. And because you're with Nick on TV so much, I'm not getting to hear you a lot. I miss you a lot. It's like I always thought a couple of years ago, what's going to happen when somebody snags Jeff up and get, you know, some the Braves or something? And I'm, now I know because I miss you so much. But um, Eric and uh, – it was one of the one of the ones you're talking about. Like it was Eric or, or Steve said, I had to wait and make sure it was going to clear the fence. He said it was hit so hard, you knew it had the home run. But he's like, but we had to see was it going to clear the fence? You know, he just smashed it like that. But yeah, I mean, I, I would encourage people to come out and if you haven't here, obviously the ballpark's beautiful, but just just to get a look of him, it's uh, it's something special. I mean, you got a year and a half still, but um, you get that opportunity. You kind of get spoiled every day seeing what's going on right now. Yep, and I mean Rivera's right there on his heels. I mean he's he's had some some smashes too, you know. So I mean, like yeah, I said, I mean, his, we... his numbers through eighteen games, Homer and RBI wise, are basically exactly what he did last year in sixty games. So it's right. uh, it's special. Great. All right, Ryan, we got to go. All right, guys, appreciate yep, the call. Later. Richie will get to you on the other side if you want to stay on. I can answer any baseball questions you have. Jeff's right. not the only guy that knows baseball, but we'll let him go and uh, prepare for the game tonight. And uh, it ought to be fun. It ought to right. be. Uh, I'll miss you. Yeah, well, we'll miss you too. And again, you and I won't see each other for a while. Although I'll see you tomorrow morning, right? That you will. Okay. All right, Jeff is out of here, and I am out of here, and we will come back with the second hour. Uh, again, it'll be a little bit short because of baseball, but we got a lot to talk about. We'll talk about all the breaking news that's happened today. A lot of it. We'll here on the tailgate, ESPN. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. 
financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gattles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. I realize the complexities of the human body and its ability to heal itself. That's orthopedic surgeon Dr. John Herzog talking about regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. It's a very well thought out process and they use it in all the professional teams around the world. Regenerative medicine uses healing agents from your own body like your blood or bone marrow highly concentrated and delivered right to the achy joint. By putting it in the spot where it can't normally get to you can facilitate healing. At QC Kinetics they are the nation's leader in this exciting field of medicine. Lasting pain relief with no drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. People are very happy to have an opportunity to get better without going through the entirety of a medical procedure. The old ways of dealing with joint pain are no longer the only ways. Learn more about regenerative options that could help you get your life back. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352 400 4550. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air let's do it Time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. No, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, we are back here for the second hour brought to you by Melvin Law. They won't back down. Appreciate Jeffrey Melvin, the sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're having a big meeting tomorrow. Tim Dooley's coming to town, or as I call him, 
Hurricane Tim. Because when he comes, he wants to go, 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 go. So we'll have a good time. Uh, we're, we're supposed to play golf, but I messed up my thumb. And I don't think I can grip a club. I can try, though. I can't hit it any shorter, so <laughs> uh, that, that won't be a problem. Uh, but looking forward to seeing him. And, again, I'm not going to be here for the rest of the week because tomorrow is just Jeff. I'm sure Jeff will have somebody. I forgot to ask him. Uh, joining him. And then Thursday and Friday, we'll be carrying the NCAA basketball tournament. I know everybody's excited about it. I don't. I mean, it is kind of a weird dynamic, and this is two years in a row where we've had to deal with this, uh, all the Gator fans out there. And I actually wrote a thing for the alumni newsletter that'll be out soon about the ten things that we're gonna that Gator fans are gonna miss for the second year in a row about the NCAA tournament. And I miss it a lot. I mean, I again, I wouldn't be going anyway unless it was in Orlando or something. But I do miss it. I miss going to the tournament. There is a there's a vibe that's unlike anything you've experienced. It's not like going like if you go cover a uh, a national championship game. It's a, it's an unbelievable week and it's great. I loved being at the ones I was at. I was at what one, two, three. I guess three national championship games. Um. Although basically Florida, Alabama in 09 was a national championship game. We knew the winner would, would probably go on. But, um, yeah, I do miss it. And uh, we'll see what happens uh, going forward. Uh, breaking news of the day. We talked about it in the first hour. We'll bring it up again. Billy Gonzalez apparently set to become the new wide receiver coach at Florida. Um, surprisingly, that's two coaches that were at Marshall <laughs> that Florida's hired. But – I don't think it's they're connected that much. Um, and then uh, the news that Florida will play Utah on a Thursday night instead of a Saturday night to open the season. Good and bad, I think. But, I, I mean, there's not really a bad. Uh, it's really good for Florida. It's, you know, it's up. it was up to Utah. Utah has a home game. They get they can do whatever they want with it. Florida, Florida next year could play, uh, announce they're going to play FSU on Sunday if they want. I mean, it's their game. They can do I, – I don't think within the conference you can do anything like that, but outside the conference you definitely can. Uh, so we can talk about that. We can talk about your brackets. I want to hear about those as well. All the stuff that's going on here with women's basketball and the NIT, men's basketball and the NIT, both of them are here in Gainesville with uh, baseball. Obviously, huge – I mean, game tonight and then a huge series this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday – and I'm, I'll be curious tonight to watch how that affects Florida's relief pitching, what they're willing to do with having to turn around and play a Thursday game. In other words, Brandon Neely probably wouldn't pitch tonight. Uh, that'll be interesting to see how that works out. So there's a lot going on, including spring football practice. We haven't heard much about what's going on out there. You get a little s snippet of video of guys throwing against air, and, I mean, air's got a pretty good record. Uh, you against Air has got a good record, I should say. Um, Air's not broken up m very many passes in its life. But uh, let's go ahead and get the phones going, uh, see what's going on with Butch. What's going on, Butch? Hey, not much. I want to ask you a question about the tournament. Did they change the format for women? It used to be you played Thursday, Saturday, 
and I'm seeing that UConn's playing Saturday. So when do they play their next game after Saturday, if yeah, they win? Yeah, they did. They did. It's been that way for a little while where they do a um, – the women don't – I don't think they start on Thursday. I think they start on Friday, and then you either have Friday, Sunday, or, or Saturday, Monday. I think is the way okay. they because they don't they want to try to get away from the men's tournament as much as possible. But you're going to get dwarfed by that, uh, you know that. Um, but um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the women's tournament too. I think it's going to be fascinating. Well, I mean, I, I in my mind, I can't stand basketball, men's basketball. I, if I was president, there would be none. But women's basketball, I absolutely love because I feel like they still dribble and they still have rules to the game, and you can see them play in defense and. You know, and I don't see uh, that men. Anyway, it's a, I it's you're, I don't disagree that. with you. The, I mean, I still love men's basketball too, but women's basketball is a, a much purer uh, part of the sport. And uh, but um, the only thing about women's basketball, and I hope it's better in the tournament because I'll watch a lot of those games. Uh, officiating is really bad. <laughs> I mean, you never it, know it what can you're be. Doing. Yeah, but I've seen it. One other question yeah. I've got. One other question, really quick. I'm a Florida State fan, you know that. But I was listening to the Chuck Shock Oliver, whatever his name is, the other day. Yeah. And they were saying that that Florida State is looking at moving out of that conference. Can you fill me in a little bit about what's going on there? Just you, a thumbnail sketch. I don't want to tie up a lot of time. No, it's okay. Uh, we talked about it, I think last week. But I mean, the bottom line is that uh, the uh, AD had a uh, a presentation for boosters, and he basically was saying, "Look, we are more people are watching our games than are watching anybody else in this conference." We should get a better share, and other schools have tried. Clemson is, had already made that argument, uh, and the, the question is, what can they do because they can't get out of it because they, they're in this deal till 2036. It was a bad deal that they made a long time ago. They were worried about losing uh, some teams, and so they, they went ahead and locked them up, and they're stuck with this grant of rights deal. They can get out of the conference, but they would have to pay an enormous amount of money um, and again, you would they would have to have somewhere to go, and I don't know who would be interested in Florida State. I mean, you, you're an FSU fan. Do you think FSU would have its pick of the conferences, or do you think uh, they may get stuck in like a, a watered down Big Twelve? You know, so that that is another you know, question. I mean, if as a fan, if I had to pick, I'd want them to go to the SEC. But you know, you're better off, I think, to stay where you're at because any you're locked in. Where do you go? And if you're going to be in a big time conference, you're going to have to go to the Big Twelve. And but so you know I don't think that the Big they, going to take you. Yeah, and that and that conference. Look, I understand FSU's concern about what's going on, but don't forget they. This is a team that was has been struggling the last five or six years. So, okay. um, but, but they then you they, look at it and, and. But they still have the brand know, and the brand too. So yeah, oh, Florida's struggled terribly. Yeah. Yes. Well, um, and here's here's one more question. I hate, gosh, I hate asking so many questions. Do you ever okay. see? Teams leaving the SEC because you know you take Vanderbilt for instance. Are you are you content to be the doormat even though you're making a lot of money, or South Carolina, or you know, God forbid, Florida? Also, you have to say, look, maybe I need to go somewhere else if I'm going to be competitive. No, because where would you go? You know, and and you you love the amount of money. This is, again, if you're an AD, it's not just about football. You have to fund all these other programs. Um, and the, the amount of money they're getting is going to be up in the $80 million per team range just from TV rights. Um, All right, guys. With the next thing. Thanks a lot, Butch. Thanks Appreciate lot, it. Man. Yeah, it's uh, – and look, I don't think Florida State's going anywhere either. I don't think it, it makes a lot of sense financially because of what they can get 
even from the deal they've got, they don't want to have to pay to get out of because I think they said the price was like over $100 million to, uh, to leave, and that's you're not going to get that. Nobody else is going to say, hey, come to our conference. We'll give you more than we give everybody else. And they're not going to do that. Look, I get their frustration. I mean, I think that their numbers show that how they're just so much more watched. Them and Clemson are the two teams that are watched more than everybody. It's because both those teams have won national championships. There aren't a lot of national champions other than Miami. And, of course, they're, they've fallen on really tough times as well. It's, just, it's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic, and I don't know what the answer is for Florida State, really. I mean, they well, they had a chance in 92. And I can understand how Butch, being a FSU fan, wants to know about the women's tournament because they got a really good women's team. Men's team was as, probably one of the worst teams in the history of this state. And I don't know how that happened. I really – I know they had – their best player was ineligible and they had some injuries, but uh, to go from being a perennial Sweet 16 team to being – what, they win eight games? I, I That was baffling. Maybe when Florida beat them after they were down 17, we should have known. Uh, let's get another call in before we go to another break. Byron's up. What's up, Byron? Hey, Pat. Appreciate you taking my call before the break. Just a couple of quick questions about uh, Billy Gonzalez. Sure. Do you recall – this is his uh, third stint as the Gators' wide receivers coach. I think he coached with uh, Urban Meyer. Is that correct? He did, yes. He did? Now, was that Percy Harvin back there in that days, or do yes, you remember any of the wide receivers he might have coached? Oh, uh, they were great. It was Riley Cooper. It was David Nelson oh, who played Cooper. in the NFL. It was Lewis Murphy who played in the NFL. Uh, okay. he, they were they were great players. Uh, okay. Run those by me again. Riley Cooper. Riley Cooper, David Nelson, Lewis Murphy. David Nelson. And okay. uh, Percy Harvin. That's pretty good yeah. foursome right there. they all all NFL players. Yeah. Is this any kind of a surprise to you that he turned around and was, after, what was it, one year, has come back to uh, Florida? No, I think he liked it here a lot. And, uh, you know, obviously when Dan got fired, he, he had to find another job. But um, he's – Yeah, right. Yeah, he – I mean, I, I think it was a great op- – it's another great opportunity for him. He likes it. He's comfortable here. He under- no, Nothing's fooling him about Gainesville or the fan base or any of that stuff. He knows mm-hmm. all, all it is. In fact, I remember this very distinctly when I had another radio show. There was a rumor going around that uh, Billy had been to the party that, uh, that um, um, Carlos Dunlap was at and that mm-hmm. on his way home Carlos Dunlap – Apparently went back out is what what the story I got and of course that's when he got the the DUI and was ineligible for the Alabama oh. championship game and that okay. and that Florida wanted to get rid of him because he was there now I, I I think people repeated that rumor and it became uh, like it was fact and it, it apparently wasn't true at all and I remember seeing his wife at the gym one day and. Um, he was he was getting ready to leave and and uh, I think he had already left and she was still back in Gainesville and she goes man I can't believe you guys talked about that that didn't happen and got, we couldn't believe we're watching the the um, Sugar Bowl game and they're throwing the ball all over the place which is what he wanted to do all the time so I never thought he'd come back here because they, she was not happy and I, that would mean that her husband probably wasn't happy about it but 
I think they were able to let it go and, and get over that. Mm. It was just a bad rumor that was started and was, unfortunately, yeah. it, it, it continued on radio. And I, I look, I'm as guilty as anybody because it sounded like a juicy yeah. story, you know. Let me ask you one more thing. The football game now against Utah is officially on a Thursday night, but I think now they're in the mountain time zone out there. So would I be correct in thinking that they might start the game out there like at 6 p.m., which would be 8 p.m. our time, or do you have any idea? I don't think they've announced a game time yet. I think it's just that. But, I mean, I wouldn't think that if they're going to play a game on a Thursday, and this may have been part of the negotiation with with uh, ESPN, or I, I'm, again, I'm not yeah. even 100% sure. It's a standalone game, I assume. It's a standalone game, so they, they aren't going to start that game at 10 o'clock, you know. So, oh, yeah. Eastern uh, time, you mean. Yeah, Eastern time. So yeah. I would think it, it will probably be something like a 6 o'clock start out there and 8 o'clock. Yeah, okay. Well, I can't wait for that just to see what happens. Uh, and thanks for taking my call, Pad. You have a good day now. All right, appreciate it. Yeah, it. I mean, that's going to be – it's a tough way to start. Really a tough way to start um, your um, season. Because all those guys that we talked about last year heading into that game, they're all coming back pretty much. I mean, most of them. The guy that we talked a lot about, the running back, Thomas, uh, never really played much that year. It was a weird year for him. I don't even know what was going on there. Well, maybe we ought to get Josh. Well, well, we'll get Josh Newman, who covers that team and does a great job. I had him on my podcast last year. We'll get him on the radio here maybe in the summer to talk about what they've got. But it, it feels like they've got a really good team coming back. Uh, in fact, I'm going to look up a couple things during the break. So, And we have to take that break. We'll do it right now here on the Tailgate ESPN, 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. The calendar has turned, and it's time to start planning the annual carnival dressed up as a charity golf tournament known as the Bob Dooley Invitational. Leonardo's is proud to once again be a title sponsor of the funnest event in Gainesville. When you eat at Leonardo's, your money stays in town, and thanks to the support of the tailgate listeners, we're able to continue to make a positive impact in the community. Leonardo's Millhopper is Gainesville's iconic restaurant. Did you say funnest? Hey, just like our garlic butter, I was on a roll. <laughs> 
1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, we are back. Uh, again, we're cutting out a little early here at uh, about 5.50 for Gator Baseball, Florida against UNF. Uh, it's a good time to get a phone call in. Open lines here at 392-8255 here on the tailgate. If you want to talk about any of the many things that we've talked about, Billy Gonzalez coming back to be the wide receiver coach at Florida. And, and you know, it's funny. When, when that job opened, my first reaction was I kill you. And Ike and I exchanged some emails or text, I should say, um, and he wanted to come back. Uh, but again, I don't, I don't know the negotiation. I don't even know if they talked to him. I don't even know if they're aware of. To be honest with you, uh, Billy Napier is staying with guys he knows, and he knows Billy Gonzalez. So, um, you know, it's kind of what Dan Mullen did. Well, you you want to hire guys that you know that think like you do, and have the same a uh, vision that you have. And sometimes that may mean not getting going after maybe a name or more of a name coach and just getting somebody you know can actually do a better job. And, and a lot of times we as fans, and I want to talk a little bit about uh, us as fans and us as the media, because I do consider myself still media, even though I don't work for a newspaper. Uh, my, my argument has always been if you don't have an editor, you don't work for the media. If nobody reads your stuff before it goes online, you, you're not in the media. You're just a fan. And I do have editors who read all, a lot of my stuff, believe me, uh, for all the different things I do. So I consider myself part of the media, and I consider myself also rooting for the Gators, which I didn't, I wasn't supposed to be doing when I was in the, in the, at the newspaper. Um, but it is kind of weird how we... You know, we, we want – like, there were people that, that were getting upset because Florida hadn't hired a receivers coach yet. What is going on? They're in the middle of spring practice. It'll be all right. Don't worry about it. That's going to be okay. But I'm curious why it did take a little longer, and this goes back to what our lack of patience as fans. Us as fans are not very patient, and us as media are not very patient. And you, every show I'm listening to is screaming and yelling about Aaron Rodgers. Why hasn't he made an announcement? Why hasn't he done anything yet? It looks like he's going to the Jets, but maybe he's not. The Jets leak out a, a list of his demands, and it, you know, and you're like, you're looking at it. It's like a. Uh, I think I think it was Colin Coward said today. It's like, uh, you know, an old band. Who had a writer on their you know, and the new bands. I remember the 
writer that uh, one of the rap artists had for uh, the spring game at Georgia like four or five years ago, and it was like so many cases of this and these kind of M&Ms and green M&Ms, and um, you have to have certain no certain. I think he had to have certain condoms in his yes, which is unbelievable, but. It is what it is, but anyway, it's uh, like Aaron Rodgers has his demands, and they're either going to do it or they're not. But my point is, we do get impatient with wanting news now because we get news all the time before we would ever get it. Like it used to be, I mean, in the old days, and I say old days, I mean like 20 years ago, way back in the 2000s, when you would get up in the morning and go get the paper and go, holy crap, look at this, look what happened, look at this, look at this. Oh, somebody, this is a breaking news story. Now, you know, you get a, the moment it happens, you get notifications and everything like that. And by the time we, sometimes by the time we even get to do a show, it's been talked about a hundred times. Now, in our, in this case, both those things happened right before we started our show. So we were, we had, we did have some, I don't want to call it breaking news, but it was some news that was interesting to talk about. Billy Gonzalez and the Florida-Utah game being Thursday, which that thing we knew was coming. I think Billy Gonzalez is a little bit of a surprise, uh, but I think everybody's happy with it. You know, I think most Gator fans are happy. We'll see. Maybe Ted isn't. Ted will be up next. What's going on, Ted? Ted is happy. There we go. Ted is happy and all is well in the world. Because You know what we're going to see? We're going to see really well well-blocked plays on that wide receiver screen, which I thought was so frustrating last year, seeing our wide receiver immediately just get swamped every time uh, we'd, we'd try that play. It was, it, it was such a nothing play for us last year, with the exception of a few instances where uh, Xavier Henderson broke some tackles and, and made a play. But we're going to be able to block downfield with our receivers, which is something that's really important for a team that really, really emphasizes the run. So, you know, I think he's going to do a fine job recruiting, understands the state, has been here for a while, yeah. was even here when he wasn't here. He went to, it was it FAU or FIU? I think it was FIU, but I can look it up. But either way, I mean, he's, he's already embedded as a recruiter in this state. This is a smart hire. And like I said, I like to see our, our wide receivers block. I got spoiled when we had that. You know, I remember when uh, asking Urban about that, uh, I said, hey, if if you got a wide receiver and he's really talented but he doesn't block well, does he get to play? And he goes, no, he's not He's not getting on the field. And he, he did uh, believe in that. And uh, as you said earlier, uh, those wide receiver screens, they kept running them last year, and most of the time they didn't work because guys weren't blocking downfield. They, they were awful. It was very unfun to watch those plays. Felt like it was a wasted play whenever we did it. Um, I, the, the other thing I say is I'm stoked about this Utah game, and, it, and I'm just not willing to concede that we're going to go up there and get an L. Uh, we're going to match up well athletically. See what happens. Is, is their quarterback out for that? I mean, he, he tore his ACL in the uh, Rose Bowl, right? Well, it's 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 murky because they would never say what his injury was. And we, a lot of us, a lot of people were reporting that they thought it was that. It might be that. Uh, they sounded I, – I, there was even speculation that he wouldn't be ready to go by the Florida game to start the season. And certainly for them to move it up two days tells you he'll be ready. 
<laughs> or they yeah. or they wouldn't have moved that up. If they could have gotten two more days of rest, they would have probably taken it. But I think he'll be able to play. But I mean, Cam Rising is a is a talented guy. But my question: you never know, guy coming back from a, an ACL, whether he'll be a hundred percent, whether it takes him a few games to kind of get that rust off. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic, as you said. If he's healthy, I mean, we're in trouble. I mean, he's he's legit good, and probably didn't have his best game against us last year, so. I, I'm sure he'll uh, he'll have that in the back of his mind to, to roast us. But anyway, thanks a lot, Matt. Yeah. By the way, uh, uh, Gonzalez, um, Billy Gonzalez was last year was at Florida Atlantic. So I, I think I screwed that up. I might have gotten it right. I don't even remember what I said. Uh, and then he joined um, he joined uh, Marshall as a tight ends coach in February, and in March he left Marshall. <laughs> and is now uh, at Florida. So that's cool. I think a lot of us, I, 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 you know, one of my favorite memories of Billy Gonzalez was being at the Stop Children's Cancer Gala, which is coming up in about a month. If you want to get tickets for that, it's it's going to be unbelievable. It sounds like they were, I was at a meeting today with the Stop people, and they were talking about di- all our different things, including our tournament. And one thing we talked about was the gala and how, much money they're spending to make it one of the great ones ever. Uh, food prices are a little high, but um, they'll it'll be it'll be worth it. Believe it. For, well, it'll be worth it. And they'll raise a ton of money. They raise a ton of money for lyrics for life too, and they're just doing a great great work. It was it was really fascinating meeting to listen to them talking about the the differences in money. Anyway, the point being, one year we're there, and Billy Gonzalez was there. Billy Gonzalez was kind of the guy that they. Uh, they wanted Urban there, but you know Urban. Urban didn't do that kind of stuff. As as I've told this story before, um, with Urban, they uh, they wanted him to do this thing where he got in the back of a car and popped out and with a trophy or something. Uh, it was for uh, Sids. It was again. It was uh, our friend Jenny who uh, was doing this thing for for uh, Sids, uh, sudden infant death syndrome. And Urban was willing, was willing to do it, but then he, when they wanted him to do that, he was, I don't do funny. <laughs> well, he didn't do funny, and he didn't do a lot out in the – he did a lot in the community, but he didn't – there were times when he would just send somebody. And like this case, it was Billy Gonzalez, and Billy was really happy because he got a jersey signed by Dennis Erickson, who was the Arizona State coach, and he bid on it. And he was telling me how he bid on it. I go, well, I actually donated that because I had it left over from my tournament, and uh, so I donated it to him. And he's, oh, man, that's unbelievable you got that. How do you? I mean, he was really kind of a novice guy. I know he'd been around. I mean, right now he's 51 years old, so think about that. That would have been probably about, uh, just doing quick math, he would have been about 34, 35 around then probably. Um, so he was a young guy. He's 51 now, which is not old. I know old. I'm looking at old in the mirror all the time. But um, so it, it was just kind of cool. We 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 actually had a really good relationship when he was here the first time. Second time, it was I – mean, you couldn't – there weren't a lot of uh, opportunities for me to talk to him. They made the – as I recall, they made the coordinators available, but nobody else. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, I'm wrong about a lot of things. And one thing I'm not wrong about is I need to take a break. So we'll do that. We'll come back, and we will uh, have another segment. We'll talk about a lot of things. I mean, look, there's so much out there. 
Are any of you excited about Florida's basketball game tomorrow night? Anybody? Anybody? It's the NIT, first round, it's UCF, and you feel like it almost, yeah, I'm excited because you need to keep UCF in their place, that kind of thing. Don't forget what happened in football last year. You may be playing them in football next year. Now you're playing them in basketball. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if anybody cares or if people care a lot. Give me a call if you want to talk about it. This is the tailgate on ESPN. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. The clear skies we've enjoyed this afternoon will allow for temperatures tonight to fall quickly in the upper 30s and low 40s in most areas. There may even be some areas of patchy frost, especially north of Gainesville. Temperatures tomorrow into the mid and upper 60s. Another cold night is ahead, though, for tomorrow with more patchy frost again, especially north of Gainesville. From UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Matt Hardin. 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I didn't get a haircut this weekend because I was gone. I didn't, I was supposed to, so I decided not to. I said I'm going to wear a hat until I get my grays dyed. I don't understand any, like, think about gray hair. Like, gray hair looks good. No, it looks fine I go for you. Gray, I, I haven't put in any, I never dyed okay, anything. That's okay, but I'm me, and I'm going to dye my damn hair, and it ain't going to look like shoe polish. I ain't going to sit around yeah. and be lying, talking about, no, I got grays and right. I want them out. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online. Yeah, I was just looking at, I'm trying to look something up. There is no game time for the Utah-Florida game. And again, um, I, for those of you just tuning in, that game will be a Thursday night game, August 31st to start the season. Uh, but it doesn't really start the season. There's still going to be a week zero, as they like to call it. I don't like to call it, but they like to call it. Week zero games that will be played. Um, but it'll be the only game on Thursday night, I, as far as I know. Um, but I don't know why they didn't announce this earlier. And, again, I just talked about patience and everything. But the following week, they have to go to Baylor. So you would definitely prefer a couple of extra days rest after a game against Florida. And, look, Florida, I don't know how good Florida is going to be, but you certainly need a little more rest after a, a game like that to start the season before you go to Baylor. That, I tell you, Utah, tough schedule. They got to go to Baylor, go to Oregon State. You guys know all about Oregon State, right? Too well. Go to USC. UCLA is the first month. In, but by the time September's over, they'll all play Florida, Baylor, UCLA, and Oregon State. The first month of the season. I, I count August 31st as being the first month, even though it's not, technically. Yeah. So that'll be tough. That'll be a, a difficult schedule for Utah. And I always, like when I was an AP voter, once I left the paper, that I, I couldn't do that anymore because I wasn't, didn't work for AP, an AP-sponsored uh, broadcast. Or what, what am I trying to say? We didn't take the AP, obviously. So I couldn't do it anymore. But when I was, I would always look at the schedule before I'd rank you. Because if you had a brutal schedule, I would go, I'm going to drop them down a few spots because I don't see how they're going to win. You know, you, I, I think you need to do that. I, I, I remember my buddy Heath Klein used to tell me that was idiot. That was an idiot, idiotic move on my part that I should only go by who are the best teams instead of who is, how they're going to win. I would project it for the, what I thought it would be at the end of the season. Maybe it was idiot. Maybe that's why I don't have a vote anymore. Let's see what if Jake has a vote. Jake, what's up? Hey, man. Well, this uh, NIT thing, to me, is kind of like if you if you win a game in the NIT, even if you win the NIT, Pat, it's kind of like winning the second flight in a golf tournament. You know what I mean? It's just it, – it's not – it's just – not really True. the greatest thing I, in the world. But I don't. I don't disagree. But if you were in the second flight and that's where they put you, you'd still try to win, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, 
But I hate UCF so much <laughs> in basketball and football for the way that they come up with us. That you know, it just it'd be worth kicking their butt for sure. So that's how I feel on that. I feel about them about like I feel and Jeff feels about you know the baseball team playing Miami. You know, he definitely want to kick Miami's butt. But yeah, anyway, his that's... his hatred for Miami is. Is almost uh, startling, to be honest with you. And I'm, it's, imme- it's, it's immense. <laughs> yeah, and I and look. I'm 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 there with him in a lot of ways. I'm probably in uh, probably I'd go on a one to ten. I go at about a seven or an eight. He's a ten. Yeah. He's an eleven. He's one louder. Yes, he is. But uh, hey, it's really good, pretty cool to hear that Billy Gonzalez is coming back here. I think that's a good thing. Uh, I always thought he was a really good coach, and I can't really think of too many guys would be a lot better for us. So that's a plus on that part of it. Uh, you know, another thing too I was thinking about is they just hired a 29-year-old guy to be their defensive coordinator, and I think getting a little age on that staff helps. I mean, Billy's 51; I mean, he's not old, but at least he's yeah. been around. He's been through the wars. He's got experience. He's been in Gainesville. Um, he knows his way from Hale Plantation to uh, the stadium. You know, I mean, I, I think yeah. that was that part. I don't know if it played a part in it, but personally, I think it's a good idea if it did. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. The guy that really came on playing pretty good for the Gators this year was Kugel, right? Yeah, freshman, yes. Is he is he going to stick around, or is it, someone was saying that he might go in a portal and leave. You know anything about that? Well, uh, I mean, you never know with anybody. I mean, I know that there have been uh, – he's the NBA guys love him, but they're not going to draft him. Um, so they kind of – there have been NBA guys that have s- tried to suggest to him, hey, go play in the G League for a year, and, and then we'll, you know, then we'll draft you. But I don't think – I cannot see that happening with, with a guy like that. But – uh, hopefully he'll be back. As if he comes back and Fudge is back, and you get a little weight on Fudge, and and turn him into a. And yeah. In fact, the guy that we were we were talking about, the the kid from uh, whose name escapes me, six nine from UCF, that's going to be a a pain for them. Their lead scorer, uh, it, to me, Fudge is the guy you got to put on him. Unfortunately, Fudge gets in foul trouble a lot, so um, yeah. I don't I don't know how they're going to handle him with when he's out. But anyway, uh, yeah, Kugel is the key coming back you know like Castleton was the key for this year to get him back it didn't work out obviously the injury but for for next year it's if Kugels is back that's going to be a, a big plus for for Todd Golden yeah that's good and there's there's also the possibility they are getting a, a big man right coming they're going to get one it's probably be from the portal um and they've got another one that's coming that's more of a project but uh, they're they're definitely looking at uh, and again it's it's always hard you got to really scout these guys to find out and and find and again they've got to want to go they want to kind of come want to come here um, and I think Florida's NIL situation's gotten resolved now so that's a big factor in it as well. Well, hopefully we will get some people you know if we could get like you said Kugel comes back and Fudge grows up a little bit and they get. A couple pieces out of the portal. Maybe next year will be a better situation than this year. Hopefully. Yeah, and don't so, forget, don't forget. I, I I've made this point several times. Um, 
Todd Golden and Mike Wire, the only coaches to go to the postseason in their first year as Florida basketball coaches in the history of the program. So, yeah, I mean, it's not where you want to go, and you didn't want to go 500, but it still beats, you know, sitting at home. Well, going for beats going 487. That's <laughs> right. It be, or it beats being right. North Carolina and not even wanting to play any more games. You're you so go. sick of seeing your team you don't want to play. All right, Pat. Thanks a lot. You have a great weekend. All right, you Take too, care. Jake. And it should be a great weekend. I think we're going to all have a lot of fun here in Gainesville with all the stuff going on. Hopefully the weather holds out Saturday. Tony, Tony, what's up? How much, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, we need the, need the Gators to win tomorrow night so I don't get a bunch of texts from my college buddies about, about how – how UCF owns Florida. So. Yeah, and I mean, that's the thing. I would love it if that place was packed and they said, hey, we, we can't put up with this UCF crap and we got to show them who, what a home crowd looks like, but I don't think it will be. Um, it'll be interesting I, to see what kind of crowd there is. We keep getting emails, $15. I'm not going tomorrow night, but I, I know they're trying to sell tickets to anybody and everybody because they're 15 bucks to sit lower level. Yeah, and I saw the original ticket prices dropped uh the yeah. one they came out with right after the the announcement was a lot higher than it is now. Um, and and they were I, the court side were fifty bucks for a seat. Yeah, I uh, I think the best seats we ever had for a Gator game for like buying not getting like a friend uh, not getting a hookup from a friend or something was we hosted Penn State in the NIT like ten years ago or yeah. maybe even longer than that and. Uh, that like two rows up uh, at midcourt, so that was that was pretty cool. And of course, they Penn State won, and I think might ended up either winning the NIT or at least they got to the Final Four of it. I, I think it's a big deal. I, I don't want us to go and lose tomorrow, and um, you know it'd be nice to get to the Final Four and just have a little bit more basketball to watch. But I, yeah. I watch it different. I don't I don't get all that. If we if if we play and think, I don't you know I'm not the guy that turns it off and I refuse to watch it like I'll still watch it it's still Gator basketball so hey, remember the two teams that played in the final last year uh Xavier and A&M both are pretty good yeah although I think A&M got screwed on their seating but they're both in the tournament this year so I, I it definitely helps I think it it's it's not a guarantee that you're going right. to get in the following year in fact in 08 when Florida went um they didn't get in the following year um they still didn't get in so it it but I mean I think it I think it's it helps you continue to move forward and continue to uh, build your team. Um, I don't I don't know why I I do I guess I do know why North Carolina turned it down because most of their guys are going pro anyway. Um, yeah, I was gonna say they might not have had enough players to even yeah you know, put together a decent roster. And I, to be honest, I'm I'm somewhat surprised that some of these NIT teams haven't seen a little bit uh, of their guys. Opting out, you know us, us included. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, to be honest, I don't. I'm I'm trying to remember guys who have opted out of the NIT, and I think that one year LSU with Ben Simmons, he didn't want to play in the NIT, and so the LSU opted out. The whole team did. So, um, but yeah, I you you don't really. It's it's not a big story. And again, when you've got. 68 teams they're all gonna nobody's gonna opt out from the ncaa tournament but you really don't even see it from the nit which would be the equivalent of playing in the las vegas bowl or the birmingham bowl yeah i i've, I've watched ucf maybe a couple times this year that's about it but i, I do know when when uh when the coaching change happened i, I would have put johnny dawkins in my top five 
Yeah, um, he's done a pretty good job down there. Um, he took over for Donnie Jones, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 I'm like you, though. I, 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 there have been games where they've been on, and I go, hey, maybe I'll watch UCF, and I go, I don't really care. <laughs> I really don't yeah. want to watch them. Uh, <laughs> the, the program in state that I've, I'm shocked hasn't figured it out yet is USF, and they just let their coach go, too. Yeah, they um, can't. They, they cannot. They tried to hire the, uh, the guy at Kentucky, and he – Orlando right. Gonzalez, I think his name is. Yeah, and, he got him in trouble, I think, right? Yeah, and he and they were awful with him. And then they hired Brian Gregory, who had been at uh, Georgia Tech, and they were awful again. They they just have a hard time um, getting it going. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. why. I mean, you're you know, but they just haven't been able to do it at all. Um, it's been a long time well, since USS. I think going back to Charles Bradley, going back to those days. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully baseball takes care of business so we don't have to hear from UNF people up here, too. Oh, that's right. You have to deal with that. All right, my man. See ya. All right. Thanks, Tony. And uh, Tony will be playing in the Bob this year, as he always does. So we look forward to that. Two weeks. I mean, two weeks. Two months from yesterday is the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're in great shape. In fact, I just heard today from the Orange Bowl. They're sending a package up there. The Gator Bowl's already sent their package. I think we're getting one from the Citrus Bowl. Uh, I think we're up to 22 helmets now. It's just everything's been unbelievable. What is not unbelievable is that I'm out of here, and you won't hear me from me until Monday. Uh, again, we're we're carrying the basketball on Thursday and Friday. Tomorrow, Jeff's going solo. Tim Tim Dooley is coming to town, and he and I are going to work on the golf tournament all day. There may be some golf involved, but only if I can grip the club. It's supposed to be cold tomorrow morning too. I do know this. we got to get out of here, and then we'll go uh, to commercial, and then you'll be able to hear Steve Russell, Eric Castaldo, bringing you the game on radio. Florida, UNF. It's Florida versus other state schools all week this week. Other sports, anyway. We'll be out of here. See ya.